Welcome to the Caged Vision Show, where each week we talk about one thing, putting your vision to work. So whether you're the CEO of a large company, maybe an executive within a large company, maybe you're a small company, maybe you are an entrepreneur that is just getting started. Each of you has a vision for where you want to go in the future, and we talk about how to get there, how to put that vision to work. Enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Caged Vision Podcast with Carrie Rome and Lisa Shuck. Beck Shuck in the house, straight back from (laughs) her honeymoon where she was, I wish you could really see her face right now. She is still basking in the glory of a fabulous week on a beach. In fact, you know, she just asked me to go get her a drink by raising a flag. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, what what are you what are you doing, Lisa? And she's like, It was awesome. I cannot recommend Petite St. Vincent enough. Seven days on airplane mode. Um, wasn't as hard as I thought it was gonna be. And it was just nice to get away. I'm, I feel very refreshed and rested and relaxed, and I can't wait to go back. Was it weird to not get a text? How long did it take you to to, uh, to feel like you weren't you weren't missing out on something before I stopped twitching? Uh, probably two days. Yeah, it you usually, know, the, two days is usually how long it takes, right? You know, the first day I, we were pretty much exhausted. Um, and so pretty much we laid on the beach yeah. and slept all day. And it was kind of novel the first day, you know, not to have your phone because yeah. you didn't really need it. Yeah. And then on the second day, you're kind of like, you know, you sort of pick up your phone just out of habit. But there's nothing there. There's nothing there. And so, you know, I just pretty much left my oh, phone so nice. in the room, in the cottage the entire time. Greg actually had taken an an iPad, an old iPad, and scrubbed it of all email and downloaded music onto it yeah. so that we could listen to music without any threat of accidentally being contacted by the outside world. Yes. It was, I highly recommend it. I mean, not only did I not really think about work, but then towards the end of the week when you do start, when you finally are rested and relaxed and you start thinking about work, it you start getting like, ideas and being able to think through it because you have some time to reflect upon what it looks in a bigger picture and I think one of my takeaways from the week is I'm gonna try and schedule four hours a beach trip a beach trip (laughs) seven days on airplane mode every month yeah no I'm not doing that I'm not doing that I'm not doing that but maybe four hours once a month of going away and not looking at my phone and just really thinking strategically through what needs to be done. Anyway, there you go. And Lisa Beckshock, Beckshock. Oh my gosh. That, that it so perfectly ties into today's topic, which is minovation. Where in the, what is minovation and well, where did you get shocker, this? Shocker, I heard, I heard about minovation on a podcast, but what it is, minovation is mini innovation ideas not 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 like many like m-a-n-y but many as in m-i-n-i like multiple wait no many wait like, min, like m-a-n-y like, like, is sorry, multiple like tiny tiny okay. a bunch right. of tiny ones. <laughs> is that what that what, yeah yeah that works that's what i'm trying to say that's what it's you're trying to say very, okay anyway instead of a instead of one big one that's cohesive there are tiny little ones 
but a bunch of them. So maybe it's both minis. It could be both minis. It Good point, because there could be a lot of them, and they are always smaller innovations. So they are, yeah, M A N Y and M I N I. So what we're talking about is um, the well, how that can be the intent or the idea of that mini of innovation can be. Oh my gosh, I am going to do something to better the organization, to better the customer experience, to better something, and instead of uh, you can that that intent of positive disruption could turn into internal disruption that just really doesn't get anything done, and so we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how to not do that and how to know that you might be doing it. Yeah, yeah. And so we've come up with our own sort of definition of innovation, uh, which which is and it's not really a definition, but something for you to think about as you say, "Am I innovating or innovating?" So for innovation really it's it's taking that creativity with a purpose that drives a better result for your target customer i like that that's a great definition so we're going to run with that one knowing that uh, um, you could be innovating but if signs that you know that you're innovating not innovating or that it's just really too small so i've got a story and my story goes back to my days at arthur anderson and back in the day uh, the way that you would build your working files is there would be a, a big ring, a big, it wasn't a binder, but it was a ring, a single ring on the top left of legal. And they had just your classic sort of accounting folding. Some of the listeners might probably thinking like, what is he talking yeah, about? Yeah, they have accounting? no idea what you're talking about, anyway, but it okay. This, it was a legal size ledger paper that back in the day you would Are write, you that old? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. But you, so, but as we started to use computers, instead of writing out our notes on the ledger paper, you would, you would uh, staple, you would type it out and print it and then staple it on this ring. And I thought, well, this is sort of silly and dumb. Why are we doing this? And so why don't we just print all of our stuff on three hole punch paper and put it in a binder? Makes sense to me. Complete sense. Um, but there's a, there's a bigger component to that. There's all these things like the, like the partners were accustomed to doing it the old way, and that's disrupting the way they do work, which you know how that is. God forbid there's, we should change anything. There's the file room that was completely set up not to handle binders. <laughs> it was set up to handle. So small things, whereas I, I lob out this innovation thinking, I, this is great. Why would we not do this? And why so frustrated with the resistance Here's the point. It wasn't tied to something bigger that the end result will be positive for the customer. And so, yeah, that could be a problem. It's just not a problem worth solving right now. Excellent point. Yeah. And you have a story. I do have a story, but I, I, I think I might. Well, it'll tie into how to know when you're innovating. But coming from a marketing, a strategic marketing background, I always love it when um, – bankers would look at me and say, I just want a billboard. I, mm. I, I want a billboard. And I want a billboard with, you know, everybody's picture on it so people know who we are in the community. And and hear me out. I'm not horrifically opposed to billboards, but I am horrifically opposed to doing a one-off something that while it would make the banker feel better, is not really at the end of the day going to be of a massive benefit unless you put a comprehensive 
campaign around it. So if your brand is a, is a collage of snippets of information, then the billboard is just one snippet in the collage. And so that's another where you would minivate of we're going to throw a billboard up, but it really doesn't have any value at the end of the day because there's nothing supporting it. There so let's, let's, let's go there with how, how does that, how does that banker say, I want a billboard? What, where, what is it that set, gets them to start to innovate in the in, with the solution being billboard? Like, what is their brand recognition? Okay, name so they, recognition. All right, so they want name nobody recognition. knows who we are in the market. Okay, let's throw up a billboard. And so, hopefully, this will land the plane. It's a great example here because what they really want, the desired outcome, is brand recognition. So because. They believe they have really strong value to deliver to a target customer. Yes. Minovation is, I need a billboard right now, without it being a part of a, a complete system and process that's going to deliver that brand and customer experience to that target customer. Correct. Because if a billboard is a piece of a larger, is a piece of the puzzle. Yeah then that gives you brand recognition and name recognition. If it's just one something stuck out there, you, there's really not any value. You're wasting your money. You're wasting not your maximizing you, the opportunity. And not, not, that you, not that you might not get a customer from that. Because you might. Because you might. It's just it's not tied to a bigger picture, which we set back to creativity with a purpose that drives a better result for your target customer, which is what you're talking about, an all-encompassing and, and I had a CEO tell me yesterday, because I, I talked to him and we were at church, and I said, Hell, I want to talk to you about marketing. I want to talk to you about what it is that made you make the decision that marketing is a priority for you right now. And what he said was, as a CEO, I sort of, um, I go from uh, no man's land not really thinking about it, to the urgent, we need it right now. And he says, the result of that is because I really don't have a full strategy for where it fits in. And I thought, wow, that, wow. He knows what's, that is someone who understands what needs to happen. He may not know how to make it happen. He does. That, but that's somebody who really gets it. But the way I think, so I'm asking him these questions and he says, well, you know, the way, Typically, he says, we're at the point right now where I think we need a full-time marketing person. Okay. Well, you and I know that if, if he's using an external firm and now he wants to replace that with a marketing, one single, one marketing person, it's not going to get deliver the results that he wants. No. And so it's, it doesn't tie into necessarily innovation, but he's trying to say, how do I maximize my dollars? How do I get a better return to deliver that target? result for my customer and really he's back same with the bank he's got value that he knows he needs to better communicate to his target customer but how to do that in a larger capacity and not a one-off yes yes so we have one last story not really an example here and this one's about airbnb because that is a that is a um what could could be thought of as a innovation that was continued to be invested in and grew into a full business. That's Airbnb, and that's an idea, a, a, a spot of a need where you continue to build on it and turn it into something that is, wow, look at, look at Airbnb now. It's amazing. But the story didn't start that way. It started with 
um, maybe not even knowing who the target customer is. In fact, we know that that was a miss. Okay. Yes, we do. Okay, so so the story of a creativity with a purpose that drives a result for your target customer, sometimes it takes a bit of innovation to get that started. We're not saying don't start until you have everything complete, but we're saying build, build on that. So let's go into how do you know if you're innovating, not innovating? Well, yeah, one of the first things is you, you always have a new idea But that new idea can't be tied to a strategic objective or a result. Yeah. So it's just sort of a plucked out of thin air sort of idea. You're like, this would be great, but you can't really tie it back to anything. Yeah. So that's some innovation. So so let's go back to the CEO that I referenced because he's recognizing that I need this. So if he has an idea, I need this. I need koozies, let's say. I don't know if that's but I need I need something. Can you chase it back and point to a strategic objective or a strategic result that you are trying to achieve to drive that objective? If not, you're more than likely innovating. This is like a Jeff Foxworthy. You might be innovating if. Uh, we should have come up with like a top 10 list of. You might you be might, innovator You if. might be a innovator if. We should do that if. on a Friday fun fact, don't you think? Oh my gosh, yes. Okay, we'll have you to work might on be that. A, well, I think we're probably going to be um Introducing a new term here. Minovator. Yeah. Nice. And, and and but it's not a great thing. No, no. Unless you keep building on it. Like Airbnb. Like Airbnb. All right. So the second you might be a minovator if is you have an idea of the week, but you never build on it. And you never turn it into something bigger. So imagine if the minovation was uh, that Airbnb had and they didn't get the result that they wanted. And they didn't, they didn't build on that idea, and they just said, huh, didn't work. That would have been a miss. That would have been a huge miss. That's what you call big problem. Yeah. Yeah. All right, third, you might be a innovator if. <laughs> I love this term. If it doesn't bring value to your target customer. Yeah. Now, but we also have to remember that your target customer can be your internal customers, which are your employees, or your external customers, but... At the end of the day, if you have an innovation that brings value to your internal customers, it will eventually benefit your external customers. So I know that you know what that means, um, but I don't really know what that means. Internal customer. Your employees are. I your know. I know you said customers. your employees, but why do you use that term, internal employees, internal customer? Because I think that we forget that we're serve that our employees serve each other and they're each other's customers. Okay, so for instance, um, George is our George and Nick are our customers. Okay, right? We work to help them, right? Yeah. Succeed. If That's what our job yes, is, is yes. to help them succeed. Yes. So they are our customers. Okay, I get that. Yeah, thanks for explaining that because I've really, I've heard it. I just felt like, ah, eh, it's kind of some corporate speak. Well, and I think it's, I mean, here it's a little different, but like in a bank, when you have uh, a department that doesn't give good customer service, then they are not they're not working with the internal customer. So if I need something from compliance Mm -hmm. and compliance blows me off, well, A, that's going to impact our external customers because I'm trying to do something for them. Mm -hmm. But 
the com- but compliance needs to understand that I am their customer. Every department has a customer, mm-hmm. and I am compliance's customer. And so compliance should serve, you know, do the best they can and give me the best customer experience so that I can turn around and serve my customer. My customer just happens to be the external customer. Does that make sense? It does. And so I, can I say it differently and help me? Sure, because I'm sure I didn't say it correctly. well. No, I, I, I am trying to tie it to. Um, innovation? It, Can't wait. Well, can, <laughs> I don't get the sense that there's much faith in that statement. <laughs> but what, the, well, I just right. feel like we went down a rabbit hole, so I'm like, wow, this is going to be but, cool but, to but, see but, how but, he brings this but, one around. Would you say that that um, that innovation can really undermine a culture? Yes. Okay. So I yeah. did get that one. Look right. at you. Shocker. All right. I'm not going to say anything else about that because I'll probably screw it up from here on forward. <laughs> well right. done. Well right. done. So let's move into what to do about it. So it, this is how you know if. So what to do about it, right? So the first thing is, if you are innovating, the first thing is use a your run your ideas through a filter that are that that are we mentioned your strategic objectives. When you have an idea, awesome, take it, grow it, but run it through the filter of hey, what is this tied to that we're already doing? Number two. Well, I think the other thing is to build out your ideas before you just throw them out there and give some depth to them. I'm not saying that there isn't a spot for ready, aim, fire, because there are times when that's a great idea. But if you think through an idea, at least like your idea of whole punch paper at Anderson... If you sort of added some depth to that and realized, huh, file cabinets would have to be changed. Is that really a value or should we just keep doing it the way we're doing? You know, you might have thought twice before you threw that out there, right? Well, well they did. No. They, so I, they did say, well, okay, genius, come up <laughs> with a new filing system. So we did. I mean, we did. We switched to binders. <laughs> now, I don't think we moved mountains there. <laughs> But it was the start of something at least, right? Yes. Right. All right. And close out the last one because you're really best suited to speak to this. What? Well, well with your it, internal and external value. and Well, examine the value internal and external. So examine if what you're doing is going to be a benefit internally to your internal customers, your employees, and externally to your customers. And I think there are times that you can innovate internally and have value internally, but it will eventually impact your external customer. So even if you innovate internally, eventually it's, if you're saving people time or making processes easier or, or, internally, or, converting, to or converting to binders, yes, yeah. then but it that's will an eventually of internal. There you go. But, in, but it's a stretch to call that innovation. Maybe not. We'll call it that. Okay. Um, but eventually it would impact externally because yeah. you all would be yeah. saving time yeah. and time is money and then you help your customers. Yeah, and not, not to mention your customer doesn't look at you and say, oh my gosh, how <laughs> archaic are you bringing these <laughs> trunks and file systems and why are you printing on paper and stapling it to another piece of paper? That's the, dumb. There's, there's that, yes. And there's that. There's yeah. that, yes. Well, listen, thank you for listening. Hopefully we brought some value to you today and some encouragement and some confidence. The goal in this is to help you continue to innovate and get those vision, that vision out of your head and, and build on it and grow it and water that seed. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. 